welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Today is November 2nd. And the reason why I didn't have to ask Alan is because I wrote it down before the show. I was watching you write you know, it, but day, tomorrow is a big day here anyway. Day before Election Day. I mean, I, 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 you'd have to be brain dead if you didn't know today was November right. 2nd. But I wrote it down anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, um, my, my thought about tomorrow before we get on with the with on the show is that the world as we know it today is going to be different tomorrow. Right. You know, even if things stay the same or if they do change, it's going to be different because there are people out there ready, willing, and able to um, hurt the United States if, if it doesn't, if the election doesn't happen the way they want it to. And I'm not saying by, what side, what what color, red or blue. Um, I'm just saying that there's individuals out there that have the willingness tonight to um, hurt the United States Thursday. And I really, truly hope that doesn't happen. And it's so sad. It is. You know, it's it so is. sad. That I, I, I saw on the news that uh, D.C. and New York they're, they're um, boarding up buildings. Right. Just like for a hurricane. In, 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 yeah, like what we do in a hurricane. Right. In anticipation of riots. And what does that tell you? Where have we come? You know, this is a, this is a show that we started out um, pre-COVID. Pre-pre-pre-COVID. Wait, like, yeah. Ten years ago, we started uh, on the radio. And... Um, you know, we've morphed into this place where we are today. And it was originally about saving those active addicts out there that were in total despair. And it seems as though in 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 society they've become like second place. Yeah. They've been forgotten. You know? Yeah. They've been completely forgotten because the political Mayhem has taken over everything that we're doing. Yeah. Everything. You know, every every television show. Well, that plus, you know, the, the COVID, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's taken over life and changed it as we know it probably forever. Yeah. But I, but I do hope that, I do hope that someday we will be able to, um, Go back out in public and be able to smile at people and, right. have, and them have them see know you. it. Yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you, you, you have to kind of study someone's eyes to mm-hmm. see if they're, and the children today they expect a mask, and it's just so it's just random, so foreign to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. It's just you know, I, I mean, I understand it. I think. Um, uh, it's just it's it's just a bad place to be because not only are we forgetting the people in need, 
but we're hurting the ones who we were supposed to be protecting. Right. You know, uh, the children with no school or with no um, religious services being allowed. Um, or just no socialization, which is, yeah. I think, what they need. Although if you look back, you know, a couple of hundred years ago, people that were living on farms, mm -hmm. they didn't, you know, they didn't socialize either, except maybe on Sunday at church. The rest of the time they were working and they worked their kids. Right. And they stayed home and, and, they and stayed ate, home. ate their own cow. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh -huh. are we going back to that? I don't know. Oh, but you know something? Maybe we have to in order to get it back regulated to where we'll never go back to that. We'll never go back to, you know, Farmer Smith and his wife. No. No. But maybe we need technology has kind of um, enhanced us, but it's also hurt us, you know, because you can go online and you can read what some individual has to say, not do your homework, blindly believe them, and then spew a message that is probably not the right one. And do I always, do I always fact check everything that I say? Look, there's another word that I've never used before. Right. That's, that's common to our uh, vocabulary now, fact check, you know? Um, I always called it validate. Yeah, validate or, or yeah. And, you know, the, the, the thing is, is what, what, did, uh, what did Ronald Reagan say? Um, something about always believe someone, but, but validate yeah. or something like yeah. that. It was, I'm, I'm not saying it properly, but I mean, when you hear the word, when I hear the word validate, I remember him saying something about um, somebody, will, somebody will probably send me a message and, let me know what the proper quote is, but, you know, but, you know, in, in the same token with where we are, I'm grateful for what I have and actually for the awarenesses that I have, because if I was out there um, alone and struggling and looking for assistance, who knows where we, where I where no, you can turn in this environment it's very difficult to know and i think you know from what i'm seeing just you know from some of the groups that i'm in mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to jail a lot of people are going to jail because but, that's the easy way out i was just going to say it's so so they're willfully going to jail no 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 they're the police are willfully picking them up oh well um i had you know, even though COVID is probably rampant in the jails. Uh -huh. I mean, how do you control it there? I guess they don't care. I had a neighbor um, in Port St. Lucie that um, he violated himself on, on uh, probation. He missed, he missed, he, he, he used and he got a dirty urine and then he missed the next time. And he called his probation officer and said, I want to turn myself in. And the guy said, no. Oh really? You can't. Really? He got he got stopped in his car in violation. Cops didn't take him in. That's unusual yeah. for that area of the world. Mm -hmm. They normally love to haul him in. Yeah. No, I don't know if there's some kind of um, 
prohibition thing in Port St. Lucie, but what does that tell you when there's someone who, I mean, his, his stuff was minor, but what does that tell you when you want to turn yourself in, but they won't take you? I don't know. That's yeah. That's kind a little strange. strange. Yeah. yeah. I would have, I would have expected them to jump yeah. right on that. Oh yeah. Nope. Nope. Make sure you keep paying your payments though. Oh yeah. 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 Keep that, keep that uh, organization mm -hmm. in business. Mm -hmm. But no, there, there was a, a long post on, you know, because there is, there is um, a thought that jail is helpful for addicts because it keeps them from using. Um, but you know, you, 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 that's a that's a discussion in itself, but um, it, I mean, there's drugs in jail, but exactly, yeah, there are but overdoses in yeah. jail. Uh -huh. There are all sorts of things that go on in jail, but it's not just that. I think it's the whole atmosphere. You know, it doesn't do anything but make an addict a better addict, in my humble opinion, or a criminal a better criminal. Yeah, well, if you choose to, if you choose to. Um, change then it's a positive it's a positive uh world as well i of mean course, you're, you're in a I, negative you know, environment i think but if they had treatment options if they brought in qualified people to assist mm -hmm. i think you would have a much better uh rate of people that don't go back out and use and don't right. go i mean mm -hmm. in this in this post there were like 85 comments and I cannot tell you how many said, you know, my son got out of jail and used and, and overdosed and died. Or my daughter got out of jail and, you know, thought she was going to be able to stay clean and she didn't. Mm -hmm. And she overdosed and died. There were a lot of them. And that's what tends to happen. You know, you've been away from the drug for a while. Yeah. You go out that same day. And you go, yeah. oh, the first yeah. thing you're going to do is run out and get high. Well, you take the same amount and your body isn't used to it. Yeah, but when when um, when M was over in uh, um, Rock Road, didn't they have a, a drug program? They did. They did. Didn't work with her, but they had a drug no. program. <laughs> and I think she was yeah. in it a couple of times. Yeah. And she got kicked out yeah. while she was in jail. Yeah. But yeah. the second time, I think it was a little more helpful because... She really didn't do it. She after had a that. different mindset. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and really I guess didn't. that's really what it's about. It's all about your own personal mindset. So you can, you know, like like they, the phrase. I mean, you can get clean in the eye of the tiger. Right. You know, wherever so, you want. Wherever yeah. you want. And well, you can I just find I it can remember going to a meeting and saying, "Oh, she's been arrested," and everybody went, "Good." And I was thinking, how could they say that? But yeah. The thought yeah, well, process is, well, at least she's safe. And hmm, there, not necessarily. There, there was a time yeah. when she called me and um, I was at work and I was working actually in Puerto Rico and she was in jail and she wanted me to get her out and I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I left her in there because I knew what she was doing. But yeah, someone else got her out. So it didn't really matter. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just a, a, a strange... When when jail is an option for recovery, it it's just it's just it strange. Just seems, yeah, yeah, very strange. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. To me, it seems wrong because all it ever really did for her was hurt her and make mm -hmm. her worse. And, and so many probably ways. hurt thousands around her as yes. well. Yes. Um, I mean the shame of that. Yeah. 
all of mm-hmm. it, you know, and then how do you explain to people? We had a family reunion and, you know, I said, oh, she's busy. Well, her brother told his cousin nah. who told everybody. She's busy sweeping the floor. Yeah. So my, my mom gets yeah. a call from her sister saying, um, yeah, is this true? Yeah. And, and, you know, my thought has always been, why be ashamed of a disease? If you had diabetes, would you be ashamed? No, but, you know, I mean, you can be ashamed of the actions of the disease. You know, when, when you're a diabetic, you don't end up in jail. Well, you may if you're stealing bunt cake, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, you know, so, I don't know. It's, it's the actions what put her there. It's not the disease, you know. Um, well, the actions wouldn't have occurred without the disease. No, this is active. no, this is very true. But what I'm saying is, is it's it's the it's it's a we are a um, a group of people who wouldn't take responsibilities for our actions, and that's why things like that happen. Right. It was always somebody else's fault. It was always my mother's fault, my sister's fault, my brother's fault. Uh, they didn't care. They didn't love me. Um, I was an only child in a family of seven kids, you know. Is this a, an excuse to just keep using, though? Is that? Oh, yeah, I know, very much do so. that? Yeah. Because yeah. I never understood that. You know, how can you sit there after you've done these things and, yeah. and act like it's my fault? Because it was easier to point a finger at you than the three back at me. Well, and I think yeah. also knowing that I would take that to heart and try to figure it out. Rather than yeah. look at you know yeah. what she's doing, and it was a it was a little bit about that, uh, um, you know, that emotional terrorism right. as well. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I guess that's what I'm getting at. You know, yeah. what she was doing was much worse <clears throat> than anything I could have imagined. And you know, sometimes even still, when she tells me this, you know, I'm like, wow. Yeah. How did I not know this? It's probably a good thing I didn't. I would have been even more crazy enough wacky to, yeah uh, right yeah uh-huh and well, what do you do you can't lock them up no well, I you, mean, yeah the county you were quite of the a state can for a while. oh i was pretty yeah. wacky yeah it's it's a crazy making thing yeah oh yeah and, and and i'm sure that there's plenty of people out there that can relate to both sides of the fence you know um and i've experienced both sides so i think i have a I don't want to say a better understanding, but I have a better understanding than I did um, right. with dealing with someone who was running around, you know, doing the things that I did and being on the affected. Would that be right? The affected, yeah, the affected side? side? Yeah. You know, and... Um, it's 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 a tough world. I, I would I would you'd rather be the rather, addict. Yeah, yeah. So gratefully I am, but yeah, I would rather. You, get, you yeah. guys get all the attention, and then when you get clean, you get the accolades. Yeah. And, you know, we just kind of mm-hmm. have to sit back and go, well, at least that's over. But nobody's gonna pat me on the head. Yeah, and 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 you know the funny thing is 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 you walk into a meeting with five years clean, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, however many. And you're celebrating an anniversary of clean time, sober time, however you want to clarify it, classify it. And people are clapping and patting you on the back for doing something you're supposed to be doing anyway. And a family member comes in and you get no 
praise or recognition. No, we weren't even allowed to say how long we'd been in our program because some of us were so crazy that the newcomers would come in and go, well, this isn't going to help me because look how nuts she is. I didn't didn't know that. Yes, we were not allowed to say. So like the date that you started, whenever that was, the the, the very first time you went to a meeting and made a commitment, I I, I can't live like this anymore. There's no... um, No. But mm. I did get a, I got a, a coin in an AA meeting for 10 years. They gave me one. Yeah, see, no, that, that's. Which was very sweet. And, you know, she got up and made a speech and everybody cried. So, right. yeah, it was nice. But no, my program wouldn't let me do that. Because so many people still appear crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to well, run I mean, them I, I guess, I guess if you look at us, we all, we all appear crazy. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. 
If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org and we will send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we do love our guests. We really do. Well, you love them. I like them. No, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they just truly add a, no, a dimension. And, and, that, and, and I've learned a lot. Exactly. That's one of the that's one of the benefits of being able to um, have control of booking the show. Right. That when somebody sends me an email, I send it to you, and you say absolutely, and we, we try to get them. We try to get them on the show because every and any message that we have heard from every single guest, you can pull something out oh, of. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I love reading their yeah. books because mm -hmm. most of them have written books. Yeah, I like know. getting the books. And yeah. <laughs> giving them to me. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, um, you know, some are on TV. I mean, they're, they're just generally very interesting people. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my mother this week or last week about, um, oh, when she said that she wanted that Dr. Salia's book. Yes. Um, I told her, I said, you know, I, I, I just lost my my ability to read. And it's not that I can't read, you know, like read something, but it's it's the uh, comprehensive part of it, I think, where it's it's going in, but like That's I have to, I, yeah, I yeah. have to reread a sentence again. But and you can again, listen to it in an audio. I can listen to fine. it and it's and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you're I, an auditory tactile learner. Right. I, um, one of the books, like, like, um, Greg Allman, Greg Allman's book, um, I listened to, and I can tell you a whole lot of stuff about that book. If I read it, it really wouldn't have given me, uh, so you really need yeah. to hear it. Yeah. And, and, and see, I'm just the opposite. I get much more out of reading it. Yeah. Much more. But, you know, my, uh, funny my how kids people... were the same way. You know, they're, they're very auditory. Oh yeah. You know, the, the ability to sit and concentrate on something for that long. Yeah, is, no, I just, you know, people that are different. Me. People yeah. are different, but you get kind of shamed for that in school. Mm -hmm. And I think that adds to your, right. Your angst and your, you know, your yeah, feeling I was, of I was being more less a, uh, for, for a way, I guess a way to put it, I was more of a, uh, operational versus administrative right. yeah right. and even today in, in things that i do i operationally you give me a task and I, I i know what i'm up against and i know how to get get to the end administratively like if i have to do paperwork or something like that <laughs> um yeah you're gonna hate it yeah and and um perfect perfect case example with the show every week we have the ability to be able to um, go online, give a, give a, um, subject of the show and give a little breakdown of, of what it is. I mean, we, we, we always talk about the world or whatever anyway, but you can, you can do that. And sort of like a public relations thing. Yeah. Just yeah. like something upcoming. Yeah. Here's what to look forward to. And my fingers aren't doing that. Oh, I can do that. Don't do. I, we got you on tape. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. You're on tape. Do that. Yeah, 
But no, and, and you know, it, it, I've always been an operational person. And um, a lot of the people that I grew up with that I ended up using with mm-hmm. were operational I people. I agree. I knew a lot of administrative people, but a lot of the people um, that I used with were, they didn't work in a bank. Right. You and know, they I weren't counting money. With this generation of addicts, I have never met one that wasn't diagnosed with ADHD or ADD. Not one. Well, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. And not to say that if you have one of those conditions or have been diagnosed with it, that you're going to be an addict. But what I have found is the addicts themselves all had it. Mm-hmm. So there's there's got to be. And, and to me, part of it was being made to feel that you weren't quite up to you know, up, up to snuff in school academically because you can't learn in the traditional mm-hmm. way, especially now that, you know, I mean, when we were kids, they whacked us around if you did anything. But, you know, though, but, you know, for me anyway, in, in, in uh, my growing up being um, operationally focused, I, you know, through kids' school, I... um I was, I was, I had the ability to be able to read, to write, not to write really, because I was left-handed, but I had the ability to do everything everybody else did. Right. When I got to high school is when it kind of changed. Right. And that's when, and I don't necessarily know if I took the easy way out as well, when they said, you know, I had, they didn't have the H at that time. It was just ADD. Um, I went through a whole bunch of testing. Mm-hmm said that uh, in 1973 or 74, I think it was, is I, I started taking uh, Ritalin. Right. And uh, Dr. Downey. And um, my mother swore by him, so we as a family swore by him, right. and, and I started taking Ritalin. And um, I had a, as soon as that happened, I had a built-in excuse mm-hmm. that I didn't have to learn. Yeah, my brother-in-law, who's just a couple of years younger than you, had the exact same experience, mm-hmm. and and he was on it. He said after a while he would sell it in school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody wanted to be on it, but yeah. Because it because it acted different in them than it did in us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like speed for everybody yeah. else. Where it was where it would mellow me out. Right. Yeah. Which but is interesting too. The thing I didn't like about it and why I stopped taking it. Uh, there was a long time where I didn't tell my mother that I wasn't taking it. Um, so she paid for a lot of prescriptions <laughs> that I didn't sell it. I threw it away. I, I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't need a nickel that bad. Um, when it, when I took it, I would hear the clock. Yeah. I would hear the pencil. I would hear somebody's eraser. So I didn't like that being that calm that that the small things would get my attention and um you know for the for i think i took it my second freshman year second freshman year (laughs) i took it my second freshman year every day um some of my sophomore year uh some of my junior year but my senior year i didn't i didn't take it at all and 
every day I had to go to the nurse's nurse's yes. office and have it administered. Yeah. And I would stick it under my tongue yeah, and spit, spit it, it out, out on the way. Yeah. I just spit it out in the grass going back to school. And, um, you know, I didn't save it and use it all. And I, di I didn't do any of that crap because I didn't like how it affected me. I didn't like how marijuana affected me at the time. Um, so I stopped using that. Why, why use something that you don't feel right with? Right. So I didn't, I didn't like it. It was one of those things where it was a stipulation that I had to in order to stay in school because in the 70s, in the early 70s or mid-70s, um, that was part of the culture. That was part of the plan, you know, and, and they probably helped hurt a lot of people. Uh, for that reason. Yeah, I think so too. You know? I think the the stigma, the the strong drugs that you're giving children with no mm. idea of long-term effects. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's but they're still doing it now. They're giving them Adderall. Which is which is that much worse, I right. think. I, I mean, think I so too. I, it's just it's very frightening to When me. I was on the fire department, <clears throat> I retired in 2005. When I was on the fire department, I thought, why, I don't know, but I thought that uh, I would take the lieutenant's test. It's probably 17 books. Right. I wouldn't have gotten past the first cover. But I went to a, somebody suggested to me to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Psychiatrist is when I can write prescriptions, right? Yes. They're the MDs. So I told him, you know, my gig. And he goes, well, I, I'll, I'll, prescribe Adderall for you. Right. And I said, okay. I was clean at the time because I got clean in 1989, but I figured, okay, well, if this is something that I want to do, I'll try uh, the Adderall. I tried it one day and said, this is not this is not for me because one it's taken me out of my uh clarity as 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 well a clarity point as i had at that time um and it wasn't worth selling myself down the river for a test that i knew that i wouldn't be able to take anyway right you know and who knows um, what could have occurred from you. Well, that's what that. I mean. Yeah. Selling myself down the river. Yeah. Who, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Probably if I, if I embraced it and said, Oh, Hey, this, this MD says I can take it, you know, and that's one thing that you need to, you need to be aware of that if, and when you get clean or if you are clean, don't just go on the doctor's word because a doctor, doctors, some doctors, a lot of doctors, many doctors are in, in the business of pushing medication. Right. Well, yeah. and many of them feel that, it, you know, they're helping people, but I always research yeah. everything before I take anything. No, there are, there are, um, drugs out there. I don't even like using the word drug because it gives it a negative, uh, connotation. There are medications, medications out there that assist addicts with, staying focused and being the good mother that goes to work and feeds her children and, you know, does all the necessary things that she's supposed to be doing or, or a father is supposed to be doing. He gets up and goes to work if he's on Suboxone or something like that. And right. it keeps him, Medication it keeps him focused. Therapy. It, it brings his, it brings his paycheck home weekly. 
Um, well, it allows people to live a normal life. Yeah. And the only thing that in my mind that's negative is if you want to get off of it, like if you want to have children, mm -hmm. you know, it's not good to be pregnant and be on this because your, know, yeah. your children will be born addicted and it's, it's horrible. So you have to go oh, to yeah, yeah. a special doctor. Yeah. You know, you can't just go to your regular gyno because they can't handle it. You've got to go to somebody that handles high risk cases. The, the baby is going to be put in to a, a NICU because they're going to detox them right after they're born. You so it's kind of awful. Thing. awful. Yeah. Welcome so those, to the world, kid. Those are the kind. Yeah. The other thing is apparently it, it gets in your bones and it's very, very. Yeah, methadone does that too. Yeah, it takes yeah. a very yeah. long time to detox off of it. Yeah. If, if you are inclined to do that, some people mm -hmm. are just are now saying you might as well just plan to stay on it the rest of your life. Because coming off of it, honestly, in some ways, is worse than coming off the yeah. original drug. And that, you know, yeah, I got a friend of mine hard. that's been on it for, I've been clean 31, 40 years now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. A couple of them, actually. I mean, right around. Are they doing methadone or something? Methadone. methadone. Yeah, well, it's, it's that methadose stuff. It's a synthetic. I mean, I don't even know what it is now. It's probably changed about six yeah. or seven times, but they go and get their little locked box once a week and, you know, but what kind of life is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't I mean, either. I, I mean, there's, there are lots of different <clears throat> answers. And I think that the stigma that's been attached to medication assisted therapy shouldn't be there because it does help people. It's yeah. just if well, you want you know, to go that extra step, it's very difficult. Well, you know, the, 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 the stigma is only, now I'm talking about from me now, uh, from, from the people that I associate with, uh, the stigma is jealousy from the addict who says, why do I have to do it clean? Right. No, or, I never thought about it that or, way. Or, you, you know, mean. in a meeting where you're on Suboxone and I'm sitting here clean and you're sharing that you're clean, doing the right thing. There's a lot of people who um, still aren't honest. To thine own self be true. So that never affected me. If somebody wanted to get up there and say they're on, you know, somebody's on Suboxone, somebody's on Methadone and they're up there celebrating a year, year anniversary. It's showing the program works, right. except to the people who know, right? But, um, you know, to thine own self be true. And if I'm worried about what somebody else is doing, I'm not paying attention to what's going on in my life. Or there's a reason why I'm not, and I'm trying to focus well, on Well, I think your, it, the, the sad thing is that it keeps people who maybe would be helped by the you know, the camaraderie and all of the mm -hmm. support that you get in programs that they're basically drummed out of them. Yes. And that, you know, and shamed and, yeah. you know, it's not like they're out there banging around like they were before. And, and who you am know, I stealing to think stuff that, and, you know, yeah. doing whatever you had to do. To but who am I to think that I'm better than somebody that wants to do the right thing? Right. Exactly. You know, it's, it's Just, not about another step to get yeah, there. It's not about, uh, there's, there's been meetings that I've been at and vans pull up from the local uh, 
facilities and, right. and kids come in all happy faced from New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, wherever, because, because the, the, the facility knows that those beds are more lucrative to them because right. of the insurance than the ones in, in uh, Florida. And they come in and they say the word sober in an NA meeting and everybody, everybody hits the roof, dude. Yeah. Doesn't you know, like, matter. I mean, come on, does it the really lingo, matter? Please. But, but I love, I love to hear that kid with 45 days say I'm sober and somebody want to correct him because I know I'm sitting in the room with more time than that clown. Yeah. And I'm going to use that word next, right? I'm going to use the word sober because it's not about your language. Your language didn't get you in. Right. Your actions did. Your language needs to change. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't throw F bombs in front of my mother anymore, which I did on the street. Every other word I try not to, uh, how I, how I project myself in a meeting or amongst people trying to do the same thing I am is completely different than who I was, but using a word like sober or, um, you know, I remember saying that I was clean in an AA meeting and they drummed me out. Yeah. They, they, they pushed me right out the door. The arrogance. Yeah. Call 866-472-5792. 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles of Recovery radio show. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice of America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You 
are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back. Um, I am going to look on my phone to see where people are listening to us. We, I was just going to yeah, ask we, we have I a, uh, know So fill some mic time here. Where, right. Well, yeah. where our audience is, because yeah. it, you know this particular format that we've been doing for the last, gosh, three years? Maybe a little more, yeah. yeah. About three um, years, yeah. We're all over the world, and that's fascinating to me that people are up in the middle of the night listening to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're probably not speaking your first language, so we truly, truly, truly appreciate the fact that you are you're here with us, listening to us live, and I hope that we're bringing you something that you can use in your life. Um, we've been spending the time tonight talking about a variety of things, including you know, the, the pros and cons of addicts in jail and the pros and cons of medication-assisted therapy. And, you know, there, there are always pros and cons to everything, but. You know, and, and also with, with that being said, it is, this is just our opinion. And my, my, my right. opinion is all wet for, for lack of a better way to say it, because I'm not a professional in anything in any way concerning addiction or Nor am I, recovery. but I did spend many years researching the oh, heck yeah, out of no, it so that I could but, figure out what to do. But it's still only your opinion, you know what I mean, in the sense of, um, you know, what we've we've read a lot of things or I've listened to a lot of things and, and listened to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and you do, you form an opinion. Like we were talking about <laughs> up at the beginning of the show, you know, you, you, you form your own opinion and you cast your, your own vote. Um, we form our opinion and then we share it with the audience and we have an audience most recently from the United States, of course, China, which is crazy, Ireland, Mexico, Australia, Russia, Spain. Um, that's just, that's just the most recent, the most recent, uh, audience. Wow. So right now we're talking to people in Spain. You want to be heard in Spain, dial 866-472-5792. Call in, share a little bit of your experience, strength, and hope, because that's what this show is about. The show is about um, bringing in awareness. We, we bring awareness to a lot of different subjects. Uh, we originally came on the air um, for addiction and recovery. Well, and to fight the pill mills that were proliferative and in Florida, right when are. when it wasn't our show, it, we we originally right. came on to assist someone who had started a show about the pill mills in Florida. Hence, they're all gone. Right, like, gone. They went. They're they're what five years gone, six years gone. Oh, I think more than that because they've tried all the doctors that were involved and and the other people, the people that were administering the whole. Thing. Right, but let's get back to Spain. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? Spain, Ireland, Russia, China, you know, United States, of course. The United States is our largest audience and probably always will be. Right. Well. Um, and and the, the thing is, is that I can pocket it down to find out exactly 
where the people are that listen in the United States. So we could target um, different things going on in different right. areas. But that's administrative stuff. And I don't operationally minded pay attention to that. Um, it would be nice to know if we were marketing our show for commercials and all of that. But I think we just want to get our word. We just want to be able to share our experience, strength, and hope with whoever's listening. And we did shows, a couple of them. We, we, we were on the strip in, in Las Vegas for a while. Um, and we were in West Palm Beach. Uh, were you in Rhode Island with me? Yeah, briefly. Yeah, we were in Rhode Island. Um, so we've been in, in a lot of different a lot of different places, um, but we never knew who was listening unless right. they called in. That was that was the only downfall of that. Um, we never knew who was listening unless they called in because we were we were off market, so they never they never watched our numbers um, because we were at night. And uh, now, being on being on this. Um, medium we can watch numbers we can watch where we can watch where people log in and listen listen from and and that's cool it because is. and i, I yeah. do wish that some people would call in that was one thing about being radio yeah centric we did get a yeah. lot of callers and the old that's that's how we knew where people were listening from because they'd say yeah i'm joe from hoboken you yeah. know <laughs> or wherever and we, we knew where that individual was from. And, and a lot of the guests that we have on, we know where they're from. We had, a, we had a, a technical difficulties on, on my part last week. Um, we had a, a doctor on from Canada. I think he's from Canada, right? Or he's, he's on the West Coast somewhere. But oh, British Columbia is where he was. Yeah. Somewhere, West, yeah. Because his time was a lot, was, you know, yeah, three hours was different. different. He's coming back on next week. Yeah, he'll um, be good. Yeah, and we're recording this to put it on Facebook to see how it works, and maybe at a future time, not while we are recording for the show, but at a future time, we'll go, we'll we'll try to do it live to see how that works. That would be cool. Yeah, I, there's a delay, but we'll we'll do it live to see how that works, and and that gives you the benefit of getting on and getting on Facebook and listening to the show. And getting on and sharing a little bit about your life with the people who are listening. You know, it's not about us. So I, I've run out of I've run out of the me me me's and, and we're here for the you you use really. And and um, if you would like to share, dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. And the funny thing is, is I get emails that people say, Oh man, I was gonna call, but it turned eight oh two. Or it turned 902. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're off the air at 902. Dial in at 832, you know, 845. Well, if you want to talk for a minute, you want to say two things. Or ask a question. You yeah. know, we'll do our best to answer yeah. it. And if we can't, we'll try to we'll try to find Just, an answer. Ellen won't answer the Taco Bell questions though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might talk about an addiction. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're on the air and I'm glad that we can come out to all of these different countries. And, and, it, and it feels good to be able to share our voice um, 
And hopefully, most importantly, there's an addict out there that's listening. Right. You know, and he, he may be saying today, wow, these people are all over the page. But maybe he heard what we needed, he needed to hear. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. And you know, if we can give anybody hope. Yeah. And I think both of us, you know, with different experiences can. You know, I as a mm. family member have seen my family member completely change and grow and just right. become this incredible, mm -hmm. awesome person. And honestly, sometimes I think the experiences that you guys had make you better people. I mean, most people don't suffer to that degree. Intentionally, no. Well, yeah. 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 yeah uh, most people don't suffer to that degree. It's, you know, there, there are so many terrible things that, that go along, you know, the shame, the humiliation, mm -hmm. all of it. Um, and, you know, if you can overcome that, you know, the strength that it gives you and the compassion. And, you know, one thing I always tell people is I was a very judgmental person. Before. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize yeah. it. Everybody else did, I think. Well, I don't know if they did. <laughs> I did. They all thought long ago I did. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, when, you know, and, and it's funny because um, it was, it, that's, that's a common, that's a common um, defense mm -hmm. to be judgmental. You know, um, I think. Well, you I, just, you know, you hear your whole life addicts are terrible people. Yeah. They're awful. They're yeah. criminals. But, you know, it's not, I just mm -hmm. thought that's. That's Trump, what Trump they were. And of course, that would yeah. never happen Yeah, to someone like me or my child. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. And you, guess what? It can yeah. and it does. And that, that was a big, that was a big comeuppance for me. It, you know, I'm not perfect. The world is not perfect. You know, why not me? Yeah, Instead you know, and, and, and people say, people say, you know, if, if, you know, knowing what you know now, would you do anything different? And my answer immediately is absolutely not because I wouldn't be the person I am today. Right. And I, Hey, I may be the vice president of state street bank in, in, in Boston and have all the money in the world and be the most miserable person. Well, and, or, and have a child or a spouse or a parent who has this, you know, this disease and this problem. Right. So it, it can, that can happen yeah. to anyone and, and not that, know what to do about it. Yes. And that yeah. would, I, I don't know that, you know, I've, I've heard people say, Oh, you know, I, I thank God for my addict or my alcoholic. I don't know that, you know, to see your child suffer like that. I, I would. Yeah. But, I, but I, I think it's rather, on the same. I think it's on the same token as me saying I wouldn't change a day. Right. You know, you kind of have to embrace the chaos in order to be able to say, look where I have come from it. True. Right. Um, so yeah, the, the, you know, um, all of the, all of the stuff, like, you know, was I born an addict? No, that's, that's all crap. I think it would, it, it, was, there, it that's does crap. seem to run a lot in families, but I don't know if it's because of just the, no, you, that's know, crap you see it growing up at the influence they they've done studies on brains and mm -hmm. said, yeah, it's definitely a genetic trait. Give me more money. Yeah. Well, for yeah. more research. <laughs> yeah. Well, research so, is not a bad thing. I don't know if you can hear the kid crying in the back. But. <laughs> Ray's grandchildren are here with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. But we got three minutes left, so she'll go away soon. Um, 
but yeah, you know, eight, dial 866-472-5792. We have a couple minutes left. If you want to just say hi, if you want to just, uh, I don't know. But we'll be back next week, same time, same, same time. hopefully less noise. And, um, you know, do the things we do. Maybe, maybe next week we'll be a little more focused on addiction and, and recovery versus anticipating what's happening, what's yeah, going to happen in the happen. next couple of days. You know, it's funny because when you're clear of thought, all of these other things come in. You know what I mean? Like, like um, what's going to happen? So now we're, now we're anticipating uh, something that's going to happen, and, or, or I am, and my focus is a little bit off of what I thought my message might be today. You right. know? I mean, and every time I listen back to the show, I listen back to the show every time. And I go, wow, I, I, I didn't know that that's the space that I was in, that I, why I said right. that, you know. Um, but it's, it, it's good to be able to share, your, share our thoughts. It's good to be able to share our world and um, express gratitude. And along with apprehension, I guess, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Yeah. But know that we'll... Be able to handle whatever oh, happens. Yeah. No, we'll be okay. We'll be here next week. Um, unless somebody pushes a big button, we'll be here next <laughs> week. Oh, but no, no. That's only in the cartoons. That's only like in uh, no uh, Despicable Me. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of about it. We're out of time. And um, I just want to express a little gratitude and uh, share with our family who's going to be watching this um, that, I, that I'm grateful that they've been there for me the whole time. True. And with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Good night, everyone. Good night. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information,